welcome to Cast number three of season three. Three, three, hey, we got two threes in a row, and with me tonight, I have some wonderful people. As we did last time, I have Mr. Jordan here with me from Bulba Garden Chat. Hello. I have the wonderful Archaic, who runs Bulba Garden, the webpage, the forums, the everything you know. Welcome, Mr. Archaic. Hey, everyone. How's it going? From Bulba Garden and Pocket Monsters, I have Fullmaster. Hey, ya! Hey, guys. What's up? And also returning from a long break, we have our friend, Mr. PPN Steve. Hey, everyone. How's it going? <laughs> and we are ready to bring you a wonderful Bulbacast, as usual. And... <laughs> First on our agenda for this evening is going to be the latest episode of Diamond and Pearl that has been shown in Japan. And with us tonight is Mr. Archaic, who is going to fill us in and let us know a little bit, maybe a little bit more, and a lot of what went on in it. Yeah, well, normally it would be all of us discussing it, but unfortunately the rest of the guys this week have been lazy. To be perfectly honest, I thought this week was kind of a letdown compared to the fillers they've had in previous weeks. Um, I mean, it didn't really seem to go anywhere. Um, I mean, okay, the the character of the day was probably fairly unique as far as they've gone. We haven't seen someone who's outright lied to the characters and gotten away with it quite so much, but I suppose that little kid, so meh, um, did, did get to see the Abra teleporting around a bit, which, again, pretty meh, uh, I mean, honestly, there wasn't all that much that happened. Okay, they rescued a Pokeball that was left in a schoolhouse which had been covered over by water when they put a dam up. Yeah, not really much was going on there. I mean, I suppose the most interesting part was just that somehow Team Rocket managed to fashion a net that could stop Abra teleporting away, which is, uh, well, it just makes me think of Team Rocket more as Wily Coyote than anything else. I mean, I'd love to know who it is that makes all their stuff or if they do it themselves. It's Nippon Acme, Acme, or Acme. Yeah. Uh, Epic more like Sylph, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sony. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, I mean, I'd like to say more about the episode, but really, there was nothing going on here. I mean, I'd have to check and see which team it was who actually did the episode, but this is a big step backwards compared to some of the quality fill we've had up until now. Rush episode, maybe? Quite possibly, because the second episode, because it was an hour special this week, the second episode was just a clip episode. So maybe uh, it was, you know, something done at the end of a certain uh, creativity time. As far as the, uh, or right before their holidays. Yeah, that's what I mean, just before some kind of break or something in the production crew. And, and then you know, we've got next week, and next week we've got a two-hour special, um, though obviously not all Pokemon, it's seen, uh, I mean, not all anime, it's like, there's definitely half an hour there that's an episode, but the other hour and a half, um, 
I think it's actually all going to be this game show kind of thing spun mm. off from Pokemon Sunday. Yeah, I was about to say, it kind of sounds Pokemon Sunday-ish. They've done yeah, specials yeah. like that before, and cool. some of them used to come out pretty good. I mean, well, yeah, not, I'm, I mean, we like, but it's still pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not something I'm g- going to normally go out of my way to watch. And well, no. to be honest, I prefer two episodes of anime than yeah. an anime. True, true. For an hour and a half. It's still pretty fun, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's as good as it can get. Yeah, next week's episode is definitely filler, but it is... Actually, wait a second. Sorry, there are two episodes next week. Oh, cool. What am I saying? Yeah, there are two episodes, and they're both filler, and both looked awesome. Why was I combining the two episodes in my head? Okay, um, yeah, two episodes. One of them... The Pokemon contest ones, right? Yep, contest, and we've got two of uh, Hikari's rivals in there. We've got Nozomi... And we've got, I forget his name, he's the guy, like the bard. Mm. That guy. In English. I don't remember his name. Which one? The bard-like guy. Musical one with harp, grass-type gym leader seemed to fall for him. That one. Oh, yeah. Now she? The one with the... Yes, now she. Now she, now she and Nozomi are both in the episode. Yeah, this is also the first time uh, that guy and uh, Hikari are going to battle, isn't uh, it? The second episode is also very interesting because we see Shinji yet again, which is just providing even more contrast between him and uh, Shigeru because he's actually showing up repeatedly. I don't think that's a wonderful a thing. Yeah, it is really good. We've never had a character like this before in Pokemon. And it's kind of weird that we haven't, actually. But it's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, I think I, they've... I'm oh, sorry. I, I really think that the Pokemon anime with the DP is really turning into much, much more than just, you know, what it used to be. Just, you know, kind of a, more of a kiddie anime. It's really becoming a serious, serious anime now. Yeah, I think they noticed how popular uh, Shu and Harley had been last season and wanted to bring that into the new season and yeah. not do it just for contest, but also do it for, for the actual battling. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. So. Harley was very oh. memorable. Harley, mm-hmm. angry! <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we do actually see a lot of the old once-off characters who, or like characters who only recurred a couple of times, coming hmm. back and being in these contests or uh, being as rivals to Satoshi simply because they're more willing to bring them back. Indeed. I mean. I mean, if we think back to the Orange Islands opening, the original Japanese one, you've got Samurai from the first couple of episodes in there, and he never showed up again. You've got AJ, again, he never... Actually, wait, did AJ show up a second time? No. No, he didn't. 
you, you've got characters like that showing up in an opening, and yet they've only shown up in an episode once before. But, yeah. I mean, I could still see him bringing those back, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, maybe. It would be nice, because it would close a lot of holes left open in the early um, series. And, and one other thing they could do, they could bring back a bunch of... Uh, Satoshi's rivals from previous leagues when he finally gets up to the league here. Mm. Yeah, like, or, uh, like that would be cool. they have small tournaments or whatever. Yeah, Hiroshi or Richie, as he's known in the US, is a big one there. That would actually be pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Backtracking a little bit, uh, is this the first time uh, Hikari and uh, Naroshi, whatever that guy's name is, uh, is it this first time they contest battle? Um, we don't know they actually have a contest battle. We haven't seen... Uh, in the preview, it didn't show them having a battle. It actually showed him and Nozomi having a battle. So oh. it's possible that Nozomi wins that. Okay. Mm. Um, um... Oh, wait, there was something else I was going to say. Okay. Um, oh dear. Yeah. Um, oh, there is one other character I think we'll almost certainly see again sometime in the next... Year or so. Toro. Oh. Hmm. Or Snap. As I believe he was sometimes called, or Todd. They changed his name around between episodes and they redubbed it. <laughs> yeah. weird. But, um. Mm, Alright. Yeah, I mean, he obviously was there for Pokemon Snap. That was the only reason he was there. Uh, if they're going to be doing one of those for the Wii, like a lot of people think. Um, obviously hmm. he's going to be coming back. Right. The only question there, of course, is what would they do with him? <laughs> then again, I mean, it, oh. it kind of makes sense that he would go out and take photos of, say, oh, I don't know, the contests, uh, tournaments. Uh, I mean, hmm. he'd probably be the photographer for a magazine. Could do an interview. You yeah, can exactly. do a follow-up thing to see how how um, Satoshi has been and since the last time they they spoke. Yeah, good point. They could do all kinds of things they could do plot-wise to bring him in. Oh, indeed. I mean, Satoshi is obviously a very uh, well-known trainer. Yeah, at least in certain areas. But well, his, his reputation precedes him. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't be surprised if that joy we saw at the end of Advanced Generation, oh, sorry, at the end of Battle Frontier, if a lot of her t- photos were taken by Todd. Yeah, they could tie a lot of that stuff in and all the photos you see floating around in in various, you know, little bits and pieces of the uh, uh, series were Todd's work. Good point. It would just be a way to tie Todd into the, the plot line or something. Hmm. They do a lot of things, neat things. Yeah, I like how they tied in that uh, that part where Ash got carried away by the Aerodactyl back in the day, and <laughs> how it actually took that picture. Yeah. That was kind of neat. Something like It'd that. Be... But I think if there's any one character I had to name that I really, really wanted back as a recurring character... And I know it's totally out of character for me to say this because I bet everyone was expecting me to say Misty. 
I want Jigglypuff back. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want her back. I want <laughs> something to happen between her and Hikari. Ooh. Well, of course, uh, Jigglypuff could always make Hikari fall asleep. Hey! Jigglypuff really even have to do nothing except show up. Sing, put everybody to sleep, and get mad. Now I'd be happy. I know. <laughs> get the marker out. That's it. Just, just do her thing, and then just wander off, and you know. Yeah, that stuff's bananas. I, lo- I love it when Jigglypuff shows up. Yeah, I mean, great. they brought the Magikarp salesman back repeatedly, so why not Jiggly? I know. Oh, and and the places that darn Jigglypuff showed up at. I know. <laughs> Inside the Blastoise's, um, Water cannon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Going across the Orange Islands. Ended up being at that one hotel that Gary was staying at. Ended up being the entertainment. That's great. <laughs> Here's another thing. If they're going to bring back recurring characters, Duplica as a contest trainer. Oh, oh I God, love Duplica. Yes. Definitely. Hey, yes. Um, I have a question for you, real quick, Archaic. Hmm? When you brought up Todd and Snap, uh, yeah. you mentioned a possibility of a Snap type um, game or whatever for the Wii. What makes you think it's that they're going to go been that way? Rumor. I have no firm information. Okay. Uh, that would be cool, though. A lot of people have pointed out the fact that it would be a lot easier to take photos if you are actually moving around and pointing with a Wiimote rather than actually moving with the joystick as you were on the N64. Damn, has it been that long? Do you really want Nintendo to go that way with the Pokemon on the Wii? I would love to see another Pokemon Snap because it was a damn fun game. I don't care if Nintendo Hmm. make it or if they outsource it to the same group as they outsourced it to last time or whatever. It was fun. I'd so love to see would, plenty of other Pokemon games on the Wii too. But you wanted it as a primary, like, next game coming out, but this say is something look, that's done. Yeah, I don't want it to be, like, the primary flagship Pokemon game of the system. Of course not, but I'd like it to be there. Well, we all know that, that PBR is not the flagship Pokemon game for the Wii. Uh, we hope not. God, they're major disappointment. But <laughs> um, okay, I was just wondering. You know, I still have that RPG thing going in my head. Mm. Really want to see any, uh, an immersed RPG for the Wii Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we all do. I'm pretty sure we all do. I'd like to see a a Pokemon battling game where you control the Pokemon directly, and so it's not just oh, you've got four attacks, but it's also your movement around the arena, like jumping, whatever, and how you use those attacks. And you can actually dodge attacks. Yeah. Or it's (laughs) like, okay, you're in an indoor arena. Um, Your Pikachu. You use your Thunderbolt on the lights above Blow them right. out, start fire extinguishers. I don't care, like that. But I wish, I, I wish they'd just get away from the battle 
engine mindset. Yeah. Yeah. The battles are fine and all that, and it can be, you know, an extension of of your gameplay, but in order for the Pokemon on on the Wii to actually succeed, I think it really needs to have the full-on RPG. I'm not sure you'd need a full-on RPG, but certainly introduce RPG elements. Like, well, um, well, how about is... making it work with your current DS game, too, so that you can intermix the two? Well, one idea I had was basically uh-huh. have something like PBR, but it's for contests. And so, but so... you're limiting on all that. It's, that's too narrow. Like, PBR is pretty much just a battle engine. Okay, you load up Pokemon and you battle, all right? There's no quest. There's no uh, extended gameplay. It's great if you love battling. It's fine. And there's nothing wrong with battling. But in order for Pokemon to succeed well on the Wii, it needs something to hold the player. Agreed. Should we move on to the next part? Well, so speaking about the uh, um, uh, okay. the elect bikes, ah, which has been announced. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about it because I don't have PBR. It's not released in my country yet. Anyone want to say something about it? Who has PBR? I hear crickets chirping! <laughs> that PBR when you've got a cast of some of the most fanatic Pokemon fans in the world and we don't have PBR because we're not... Well, <laughs> I don't have PBR because Wii's are um, not cheap for one and yeah. still pretty hard to get. And have been for a while. I would, you know, if there was a game worth buying, worth buying a Wii for that, you know, I'd, I could actually consider buying Wii a good purchase. I'd purchase a Wii, but PBR is not that game, so no. No, but we got the code. That's yeah, 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 I do. Yes, okay, yeah. we have the code. Um, if you want to read that out, Jordan, just the code. <clears throat> B, A. One six X four S H E two A T. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the lecture of code. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Jordan, for that code, and that is really interesting. I'm I'm glad to know that they are actually finally bringing us some codes for the game. Kind of reminds me of when they released the Manaphy code. But alas, it is time that we should move on. And to move on, we are going to discuss the trading figure game. And Mr. Archaic, I do believe, is the man with the plan and info about that. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. America, you lucky bastards. 
You've got special <laughs> figures that we didn't get. Yay. Okay. Uh, and you. Well. All right. Um, in the US, the Pokemon trading figure game has been released in a very different manner to how it's been released overseas. Um, you've still got the four-figure starters. No words on the nine-figure starter set yet, so we don't know if you'll get the judge figure, the referee. Um, your boosters are where the big difference is. You've got one-figure boosters where you can see the figure so you know exactly what you're getting. You've got two-figure boosters where you've got one figure where you can see what you're getting and one figure where you don't, which is cheaper than the cost of buying two single-figure boosters. And you've got a three-figure booster, which is like the two-figure booster, but you also get one extra figure, which is a special Diamond and Pearl figure. Um, the only ones I know for certain at this point in time are Turtwig, Chimchar, and Pillop. But I've heard that there's apparently others. But wait, there's more. When we bought Ooh. our boosters, we did not get bases with them. We had to buy starters to get the bases for the spin. In America, you get the bases in your boosters. In America! In America. In America. 1995 to 1-800. Buy figures. Buy our toys. Buy our toys, yeah. What I'm hearing, the prices you're paying for the figures are a bit lower than what we're paying. In America. The price is right. That seems seems to be based off the fact that there's actually a significant secondary market for the figures overseas now, which is... Secondary markets basically come around because um, retailers were discounting stock to get rid of it because they've discontinued those lines over here. It's not that we want, ah, aren't going to get the figure games again. It's just that we were test markets. That was the test product. Obviously, they only made a limited number of it. And ah. they, all the stores that were carrying it have long since discounted their stuff to try and get rid of it because you can't get any more. The manufacturers... Aww. I mean, they'll be making more, obviously, when we get but, the oh, official yeah. proper release. Yeah, but the test market version stuff doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Those will be collectible. Well, yeah. some will. Uh, from what I hear, in the US so far, I haven't heard a single person mention they've got first edition figures. Hmm. Uh, hmm. That first edition, basically, they have those old first edition uh, symbols from Pokemon trading card game base set. They just put it on the figure base. That's all uh, they did. But um, there's not many of them around from the sounds of it. Okay. You know, I don't... In fact, I can't remember off the top of my head anyone outside Australia getting first editions. So it, hmm. it's possible the UK got them as well. But... Uh, as far as I know, US haven't got them. So those will be collector's things. Cool. Oh, that's good. Also, the crystal and diamond subset, sorry, crystal and pearl subsets uh, that we got here, which were basically just a regular figure with a different colour, um, from what I've heard, they don't exist in the US. You don't have those chase sets at all. Uh. Now... With the trading figure game, what I'm hoping that we'll start seeing 
now that you've got a US release is a lot more people, um, well, for starters, just talking about it because obviously the US is where most Pokemon fans online on the forums and so forth. Oh, I wouldn't want to block in the house. Easily. No. Other no. figures, not necessarily. Um, the, the biggest problem, actually, I really think in the rule book they should have included a diagram on how you should spin the figures because there's a way you can spin the figure where you'll never damage it. Oh. And there's ways that hmm. most kids will spin the figures that will probably break off a couple of figures when someone gets too excited. Oh, no. Rather than spinning, <laughs> like holding the figure and spinning it. Hmm. You hold face <laughs> and figures on ones that are more interconnected, ones that are less connected, whatever. It'd be nice to see a few more of those because the basically the rectangle we get in the uh, with the game itself. Well, well you know, it kind of gets a bit boring after a while. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd also like to see a lot more strategy discussion because at this point in time, I seem to be the only person who's written anything about game strategy for it, and even that was only a very, very small article. Well, I um, think once it gets around more and more people are playing it, you'll see a lot more. <laughs> How many people do you think are going to play it here? I mean... I really think, or, or, you know, with even in the few first few months after it was yeah. released, I think it'll catch on. I really do. Um, as I will say later about this convention I went to, I really see the Pokemon fandom going pretty strongly right now. Yeah, it is. Um, well, I know the collectors are going to buy it, buy into it, just because oh, of, of course. the figures and it's, yeah. you know their their collectible nature. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, that's a given. They have beautiful figures. Oh, of course. So the, uh, the... I'm talking about actually playing it, uh, whether competitively or or not. Uh, maybe like in the league here, local or whatever. Uh-huh. That's going to take a while before that actually catches on and gets popular, like the trading card game did. Right. Because yeah. trading uh, figure you know, games aren't that well known here in America, or aren't that well, well played. I, mean, I don't think. It's, it's oh, going to no, be they... due to a lot of people. Um, there are some trading figure games in America right. that have been fairly... But but compared to, like, trading card games? Uh, well, well, yeah, trading game card games are obviously much bigger. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you know, you can take... a little bit of an upsell yeah. to get any kind of decent um, play rates. And then, of course, <laughs> once that people, you know, figure it out and say, hey, I'll, I'll get and all that, you'll see a lot more um, strategy and... and uh, Gameplay detail coming around. Mm-hmm. I think, anyways. Oh yeah, it's go. We probably won't see much written about strategy until um, there's actually tournaments. PUSA. I think actually, I think the game's success will ride on just if PUSA are run tournaments or not. If they are, you'll. But a fairly large subset of people go into it, and right. otherwise they won't. I mean, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure some local um, game stores and or comic stores people who are actually sell these things yeah. typically run like trading card game tournaments locally 
are going to run yeah. their own as, as well, no matter what yeah. uh, is done officially. Um, it will ha tournaments will have to be started for this because unlike with the trading card games, you cannot take a collection of figures in your book bag to school with you. Whereas with trading card games, for years people have taken their trading cards to school and have actually played uh, games during their lunch periods or homerooms and such, which really have been a plus for trading cards and have kept them as strong as they still are. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah I agree. Well, you could take figures to school, but you'd have to take them in a special container to make sure they don't get broken. Because, I mean, unless they've changed a few things since we had them, you will get people with broken meows. First day of release, oh. I assure you. Yeah. The alpha breaks. Any, anyway, okay. uh, do on. any of you guys have anything more to say about the TFG? Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Do you want to have cooling? Or do you want to tell the price of the starter set? Because I just found oh. that. Oh, yeah. Um, $15 for the four-figure starter set? On PokemonCenter.com. God, they're actually being cheap. Yeah, that is actually cheap, because if I remember correctly, $15 was what I was paying for a booster in mm. Australian dollars. Oh, wow. Well, that's Australian dollars, so it's $9. Well, I, no, it's more than that. We're at 85 or 90 US cents at the moment, somewhere between there. Um, I was paying for starters, I think, $30 Australian. So... Huh. And uh, Jordan actually found a deal on the Flamethrower starter set for the trading trading figure game on PokemonCenter.com. Um, Didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I'm on the PokemonCenter.com website, the official store. It's the only place I can find them, really, for a decent price. Um, you can get the Flamethrower starter set, which contains Charizard, Trico, Meowth, and the trainer from Pokemon Red and Green. Or you can get the Riptide starter set, which contains Fur Alligator, Murkrow, and Pikachu, and the male trainer from Sapphire, Ruby, and Emerald. And they're both $15 belt, $14.99, and that's it. <laughs> well, they also include a two-sided play mat, a two-sided collector sheet, a rule book, and three trainer cards. Yay, trainer mm, cards. Yes. And, and they that's... also have an exciting spinning mechanism. With mix and match play. Gotta love the gotta love that mix and match play. And this is a new item. Oh. You can email it to a friend or add it to your cart. They have the they have the boosters on there. No, they all they have is the starter sets. Haven't seen boosters or anything. But on the official on the Go Pokemon website they show all that stuff though. Okay. Go Pokemon! Yeah, it's certainly uh, good to see that they've learned their lesson from test markets and have reduced that price significantly. Uh, In America, just, well, it might just be that they're making a hell of a lot more of them, so the price per figure goes down, so they can afford to sell it at a lower cost. Probably. In America. <laughs> In America. Okay. Trading figure um, game done. Yep. And that's about all we really have to talk about, isn't it? About today, uh, yeah, we were hoping to have some call-ins, but um, no one was available. 
Yeah, we try to get some call-ins, but since we've had such a sporadic schedule, which, by the way, friends, listeners of BulbaCast, this is going to be probably the last time that we have such a weird schedule. We're going to do our best to get it back on the once-a-week track again. For all of you constant listeners and courteous fans who have really, really had a lot of patience with us (laughs) while we get our uh, stuff together, thank you. Yeah. This week as well, I believe. Is that correct, Steve? Pardon me. Uh, We should be back on iTunes as of this Um, week. Is that correct, Steve? Well, I put a submission into iTunes to get the uh, feed update URL changed and updated and everything. Uh, Mm -hmm. No response from them. But I also submitted the new feed URL, so. Hopefully that got okay. accepted or fixed or they're going to do something. Cool. Also, the uh, I did the same thing for the Odeo feed on the uh, Odeo podcast site. Okay. Um, okay. Right. So eventually that'll get updated and the um, links for Odeo and the uh, embeddable player with all the uh, cast and it can once, have been, once again work. Um, Yay! <clears throat> also, I... Moved all the Bulbacasts to the ppnstudio.com website. They're all there available, both in uh, direct download and um, flash player mode, uh, along with some details and, and all that. Cool. So I'm much and, appreciated. Uh, yeah, no, there is a current and valid RSS feed available at the. Um, ppnstudio.com um, website on the um, Bulbacast page, which is ppnstudio.com slash Bulbacast. Um, that feed works and is updated as we update the Bulbacasts. And again, uh, look for us to be back live on iTunes here shortly. Also, guys, there isn't a question of the week for this week, mainly because, well, I was kind of away for the last cast, so I really didn't see, you know, purpose in holding a question of the week for two weeks while I was gone. But I was gone at an anime convention here in Atlanta, Georgia, the uh, town that I live in, and it's called Anime Week in Atlanta. And it was really fun. I got to check out the dealer's rooms, and I got a whole lot of really fun Pokemon merchandise. I even got a Palkia candy dispenser that is adorable. I got some wonderful Japanese-only figures, including a Pikachu. When you turn him on, he just vibrates and shakes all over the place. He's holding an apple with a bell. I got this cute little Piplup. Oh, I, I got all sorts of great stuff. But besides that, the Pokemon fandom is wonderful. I saw Pokemon merchandise all over the place. I saw Pikachu backpacks. I saw Piplup purses. I I saw a whole lot of stuff. But even more so for the game people, I was walking all around stumbling over people when uh, that were playing Pokemon, sitting down on the floor, uh, floors playing uh, Pokemon over wireless. It was quite a weekend for Pokemon fans. There was, oh my goodness, it was amazing. 
And also, I got to see a lot of really cool stuff. I even got to see a preview for the One Piece um, Funimation dub, because Funimation is now dubbing instead of four kids. Yay! And that went really well, even though we weren't supposed to uh, take photographs or video during the actual filming. <coughs> yeah, right. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, I, I, it was a fun weekend. And I, I really wish all of you fans could have been there. And I hope you guys all go to an anime convention near you. Bring your DS. Bring your DP. Bring your bring a lot of money if you want some cool Japanese uh, uh, collectibles, figures, capsule stuff, whatever you can plushies, think of. They got oh, I I got plushies. Oh, little furry plushies. They they're cute. I love my uh, Piplup plushie. But uh, yeah, good time. I had a lot of fun, and I thought that I probably should tell you guys how much you know I saw how much Pokemon stuff I saw there. And a lot of cosplayers, too. I saw this adorable Dawn cosplayer. Ooh! I saw a bunch of Team Rocket cosplayers. I saw an Ash and Pikachu uh, cosplayer. And then, nice I saw a Pikachu. <laughs> then I saw a big furry <laughs> Pikachu, uh, big furry Pikachu uh, costume as well. A person in a big furry Pikachu costume. And it was great. A lot of really fun furry things that went on at that con. Fun so, furry things, yeah. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Yep. Lots of fun for things. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, well, that's about all the time we have this week. Aww. But we'll be back with you again next week. Yeah! So, until next week, this is me, Satoshi Kun, saying bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a lovely week.